Hi everyone and welcome to NameHero.com. My name is Ryan Gray and I've been wanting to do a podcast for quite some time here on the blog and I finally decided that this Friday is the day that I'm going to get started and then I'll get some feedback from you all and then we'll see where we're going to take this. But I'm going to try to do one every Friday where we just kind of talk about working online and making money online and, and kind of ways we can take our businesses to that next level. Um, and I also want to explain a little bit about you know my career and how I got started. But today's subject, I want to talk about how you can quit your day job and start working online. I, I've been working online since 1998. I was 13 years old and I had this idea to start a website. I don't know why. It's just one of those things that the internet was up and coming and you started hearing a lot about dot coms and all that fun stuff. So I learned HTML and, and started making websites and for some reason, I just thought it was so cool that something I made in my bedroom at 13 years old could be read all around the world. And also, I liked that it looked like my websites were made by a big company. It didn't look like that a 13-year-old kid was sitting in his bedroom making the website or developing the business. But it didn't come without some hardships. And now today, here in 2016, getting ready to go into 2017, the number of opportunities for everyone around the world is astronomical. I mean, regardless if you live in the United States or if you live um, elsewhere, you have the same opportunities to start working online. Back in 1998, when I got my start, it was it was pretty complicated. Um, there wasn't the tools out there that there is now, and there there wasn't all the resources available. I had to start from the ground up by teaching myself HTML, by teaching myself how to set up servers, by teaching myself how to make graphics. Well, nowadays we have services that do all this for us. So it kind of jumpstarts everyone and it gives the everyday average person the ability to become, um, to become different and to become their own boss and to be able to quit their job. So let's, that's going to be the subject of today's podcast is how anyone can quit their day job and become their own boss and work online um, because it's possible. You just have to have the, the want. So let's go back to 1998. When I got started, I knew I wanted to have a website. And, I, and let's, let's remember, back then, if, if you can recall, the Internet was not near what it is today. It was beginning to become popular. But really, you had to have a big old computer in your computer room back then in the 90s. And um, there's a 56K connection, dial-up, and it was slow. And, you know, it tied up your phone line to get on the Internet. So I remember I had to get a, a dedicated phone line ran into my house um, so, because I spent so much time on the computer that other people at my house, my mom, dad, brother, they couldn't get on the phone. So we had to do that. And so it was, it was just a lot more challenging. But like I said, is I had to learn these skills to get started. And it was really a lot of trial and error by looking at HTML code, viewing the source of other web pages and figuring out, you know, what went where and then reading some tutorials online. It was very limited back then, but there still was some. And, you know, getting some educational resources to learning how to, how to develop these sites. And once I got started, I, I, made, um, I made my first website. And my first website was called ProWebResources.com because I wanted to create a website that had resources to help others get started online because I realized how hard it was for me. And back in 1998, 13 years old, you know, I wasn't thinking about money. Money was not my motive. And, and that's, you know, that's the subject at hand here at this, on this podcast. You shouldn't approach anything with money in mind. I know money's got to be a motivator. It's got to come in the picture, especially if you're going to quit your day job and start working for yourself online. But if you go into it for the sole purpose of making money 
and not passion and really enjoying it, then it's really, it, it becomes tough um, because then it becomes a job. You know, you're, if you love your job, then it's probably not like a job to you at all. But if you're one of those that you just like, oh my gosh, is it Friday yet? Or, you know, oh no, Monday's coming. I dread going into work today. And if that's how you feel, then it's work, it's a job, and you don't really care for it as much. But if it's something that you're passionate about, you know, if you're checking your clock, man, is the day, you know, is it almost time that I can go do what I love and pursue my passion? And that's how it was with me getting on the computer. I would sit down in school and I would count down the clock and I couldn't wait to get out of school so I could get on the computer and get started building these web pages. So my first website was prowebresources.com and I used all the skills that I had acquired and I started to make some guides and some tutorials to help others and um, we actually started doing some web hosting. This is my first experience um, running a web hosting company. So we had web hosting, we had resources and skills and graphics and um, in my opinion, it was a great resource um, online. Well, unfortunately, uh, some time went on and um, some other companies popped up, some other resource sites popped up, and it just really didn't start to take off. Our traffic was, you know, kind of low and, and nothing really became of it, but I didn't close it down. I just kept it going. But later on in that year, my brother, my identical twin brother, approached me and said, Hey, Ryan, you know, you know how to make these websites. What about starting a, a professional wrestling website. Back then in the late 90s, we were huge WWF and WCW fans. Uh, it was very popular in the United States. And he said, he said, you know, why don't we, we try to start um, a site around that? And originally, the idea was we wanted to go more sports, um, along with the pro wrestling, but a little bit more mainstream sports. But we figured out that ESPN was already there. ESPN.com was quite advanced um, back in the late 90s. So I said, all right, let's, um, let's give this pro wrestling website a shot. Well, we kind of went from there and started to develop the site, and um, almost immediately it started to get a lot of traffic. Uh, it seemed like a, a, it was very well in demand, pro wrestling news, backstage news, and it was, it was the top-rated show on cable, WWF Monday Night Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. They were watched more than Monday Night Football. So we developed the site, and it became um, very successful, and eventually we had advertisers approach us and say, hey, we want to pay to put ads on your website. Well, this was music to my brother and I's ears, but because our web hosting costs had skyrocketed um, from our little $30 a month shared package to all the way up to $600 a month for dedicated servers to handle all the traffic and bandwidth. So while money wasn't in our, we weren't, we didn't create the site to make money. We created the site because we wanted to have a popular site that was cool to visit. But once the popularity started to come and we had to buy these dedicated servers and bandwidth, well, we, of course, money became an important item because we had to keep it online. And here we are 13 years old and you can only make so much money doing chores around the house or, you know, kind of borrowing from parents. And they didn't really know what I was doing anyways. So when these advertisers approached us, it was music to our ears and we um, got with our parents and lawyers and, and signed these contracts that, um, you know, secured us an income from the site. And um, it, things were great. We were able to pay the server bills and we had some profit. We kept those profits in the bank and um, it just kind of went from there. Well, then later in the 90s came the, the infamous dot-com crash. It was actually in about 2001 is when this all happened. I remember very vividly it was around December of um, 2001, right before Christmas, um, the advertiser, one of our biggest advertisers, came to us and said, guys, I've got some bad news. You're not going to get paid on last month's earnings. And this was really bad for us because it was several thousands. It was in thousands of dollars. It was Christmas time. And, 
you know, while I wasn't relying on that money to live, I live with my parents, you know, we were relying on that for servers and, you know, to invest for the next year to, to see what's going to, you know, drive our business into the next year. And so it was kind of was what it was. When someone tells you you're not getting paid, you're not getting paid, you know, you hire a lawyer and go tie it up in legal and spend, you know, triple what you owed, you know, hiring lawyers or just take the loss and move on. And that's what we ended up doing. Well, we ran the website for several months with our cash reserved and kept the um, hosting going until eventually that money kind of dwindled away and we had some other ad contracts. But at the same time, my brother and I were in high school and we wanted to enjoy a little bit of high school age. So we just said, well, for now, we're just going to close down and, and have fun in high school and not really stress about business. We have our whole lives to do that. So that's what we did. We sold the site, sold our assets that we had. Uh, we made you know a little bit extra money there to get some vehicles. We were 16 years old and, and kind of move on for a little bit. But now let's reflect back to how that's relevant here in 2016. So now here in 2016, you know, if you're wanting to start your own business online, you got to think the skills that I had to acquire, the learning the HTML, the building servers, the learning graphics, um, and all that, that's already available to you. Now, if you've been following the Name Hero blog for any amount of time, you know, I, I like to do a lot of video tutorials on how to do a number of different things. Not only just host your website, but how to start WordPress, how to make money with WordPress. The AliExpress tutorial on YouTube has been viewed over 200,000 times. So if you've been following for a while, you know I like to, to help show you some of these things. And so really the technical aspect that took me so hard, the first hurdle I had to overcome is really provided for you. Really, anyone, regardless of your technical knowledge, of any age, if you can just follow directions and have some patience, then you can make a website nowadays. So if you're one of those that say, you know, I really do want to be my own boss, and I want to leave this job in 12 months from now or six months from now or what have you, um, or maybe it's just something you just want to start pursuing on your own for that, um, you know, that self-gratitude that, man, you know, I can do this because you can. Well, so we know that you're not going to have that technical problem that, that I have. You're not going to have to acquire those skills because it's out there. But what you're going to need is an idea because my brother and I's first business started with an idea or my first website started with an idea. My first idea was the webmaster resource-based portal, and which kind of got put on the back burner when I started doing the pro wrestling with my brother. But nowadays, you see Name Hero. It's 2016. We have Name Hero. And I also have another business called RevMax to where I teach others how to do mobile affiliate marketing. So I've always um, had a, a part of a webmaster resource or help others get started online um, into my business. So for you, you're looking for that idea. What is it? What are you passionate about? Now, I've got several friends, of course, over the years, and especially in college, I kind of kept it hush-hush that I worked online because um, – I actually got back into, and, and I'll get back to my story here in a bit, but I got back into the um, working online um, during college after the dot-com crash. It kind of subsided. I, I missed it. Not I didn't miss the money because the money was irrelevant. I missed actually getting on and creating this content that was viewed all around the world. And so as I entered my senior year of high school, I you know, I couldn't stay out of it. I had to start back up my website. And so my brother and I got back into pro wrestling, and we started that. And also my um, senior year of high school, I started a new hosting company called thehostrack.com. And this is where I offered um, discount shared and reseller hosting, much like we do at Name Hero. And, um, and I was back in business. So I had a, a pro wrestling website. I had a hosting company. And um, off to college, I went. Now, people say, 
Well, why did you go to college? Because you, you, know, you had these skills, you had these businesses, why did you go to college? Well, the dot-com crash scared me that much. Um, in high school, I wanted to drop out. When I was 15, 14, 15, high school age, I told my parents that, you know, I don't like high school. I want to quit and pursue this Internet stuff. Well, after the dot-com crash, we lost that ad contract. And, you know, for a while, especially in the media, they portrayed the Internet as a fad and the sky is falling, not going to work, and all these companies going out of business. So it kind of scared me enough to where it made me want to go to college and just kind of do that as a, as a backup and, and get a degree. And, and plus, I wanted to be a kid, you know, a little bit. You know, I wanted to be 18 for a little bit. I wanted to enjoy um, my time. And so that's what I did is I went to college, but I still did have these websites, but they were a hobby. So, you know, I worked on them when I could work on them. It wasn't... Uh, um, you know, a thing that I could spend all day, every day on. Um, but running the hosting company got quite challenging. And eventually I had to sell the hosting company because it became, well, either I'm going to continue this hosting company and drop out to support and hire support and, and my sales team, or I'm going to, you know, lose my reputation. And of course I didn't want to do that. So I ended up selling the hosting company. And, um, you know, nowadays I look back on that. I don't know if that was a good or a bad idea. I ended up getting back in the hosting industry, but at the same time, it was, it's been quite tough to actually rebuild all what I already had. Um, but, you know, I just couldn't go to college and support that at the same time. So back to you. I already said when I went to college, I did that as kind of a backup plan, but I kept doing my online stuff. So right now, you're, you may look at your job like that. You know, maybe you're going in to work every day and, you know, that's your kind of your security net, your security blanket, you know, and when every two, every two weeks comes about, you're going to get your paycheck. You kind of know what it's going to be because the hours you worked, if you put in some overtime, you know that. So that can be a security blanket. But at the same time, you know, and you don't have that being your own boss. So you have the flexibility when you become your own boss to where you can, you know, work your own hours if you want to work early in the morning or if you want to work late in the evening or if you want to work two hours a day or eight hours a day. And you do have that flexibility. At the same time, you don't have that security, though, because you're not paid by the hour. You know, you're paid on what gets done and what doesn't. With me, you know, I, I really know no different. So I've never had an hourly job because I've always had Internet-based businesses, always had my own businesses um, that in, all the way through college. Um, I sold the web hosting company. I kept the pro wrestling website. And as I graduated college, I looked into getting jobs out of college. But this is this is really weird for me is when I got my senior year of college, I was doing my capstone class. And this is a class where you kind of put everything you've learned together and kind of present it. And you start looking at job opportunities and offers and all that. Well, when I got my degree, my degree was in basic business administration. I looked and this was in 2007. The average starting salary, you know, was maybe around thirty five, forty five thousand dollars a year for starting. And um, I didn't really know how much money that was because uh, or I didn't know that in comparison to my online stuff because I really never looked at it on a yearly basis other than signing the tax return. So I pulled up my profit reports the last couple of years and I was already making well over $45,000, $50,000 a year in my own businesses. So to me, it's like, why does it make sense to go get a job and make that when I'm already making this online. And so when I graduated college, I pushed everything else aside and said, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run online businesses and I'm going to scale these and I'm going to be successful at them. I'm going to, I'm going to take these to the next level. And my brother followed suit. So with you, that, that's kind of the same thing. You kind of, you have to set goals. And, you know, we kind of had this head start to where we got, got in early, but still you still have, you have a greater head start today because of the resources available to you. So the first thing you need is the idea, you know, something you're passionate about. Now, don't think money. Think passion. 
so for me, it was started out as webmaster resources, resources get started online, and then it went into professional wrestling. You know, something I'm passionate about and, and I could write about and, and get people to visit. And then it became web hosting. And nowadays I operate a web hosting company and I operate a mobile marketing platform and resource to learn how to do affiliate mobile affiliate marketing. So once you have your idea, that's that's number one. And you can have a, multiple ideas. Entrepreneurs have ideas all the time, but you need to pick just one that you want to start because even though you may have 10 or 20 ideas, you need to pick the best one that you can start. Then after that, you need the platform. And so the platform is obviously you're going to be your website. It's going to be your blog. Um, you, you have to have somewhere where you can get started that you own. Some people, especially nowadays, their platform is their social media channel. It's their YouTube channel. It's their Facebook page, it's their Instagram account. But the bad thing about that is if Instagram one day changes something up or decides they don't like you, they can get rid of you because they own it. So when you're starting, you have your idea and you're starting your platform, you want to own your platform. You don't want to be on Facebook. You mean you want to be on Facebook, but you don't want to just be on Facebook. Because if one day Mark Zuckerberg decides that he doesn't want you on his platform anymore, he can boot you and there's nothing you can do about it. Read the terms. Um, that, that's just, and it happens. So that's why I recommend your platform should be your blog, should be your website. So after you have your idea, you need to start thinking about domains and registering your name and starting your blog. And that's done simply as installing WordPress. Even if you want your website to be more of a traditional website and not so much just in a blog format, WordPress can power that. WordPress powers um, the majority of the websites on the Internet. Um, so if you're just wanting to, you know, a basic type website, you know, use WordPress. After you have your idea and your platform down, you need to get your audience. And so that's when we can go make the transition over to social media. Now, this is another huge, huge advantage that I did not have. When I got started in the late 90s and the early 2000s, there was no such thing as social media. There was not Facebook. There was not even MySpace back then. There was not Instagram and Twitter. There was, it just didn't exist. The search engine back then was Yahoo. There was no, there, Google didn't even come around until the um, earlier 2000s, about 2002 and three. Then Google started to get popular. So now you not only have the platform of making your blog by signing up with Name Hero and doing a couple of clicks to install WordPress, you also have an immediate channel of an audience in social media. So once you have your idea, you need to obviously get on Facebook and create pages, curate a page for your idea your brand, create a Twitter account, create a LinkedIn account, create an Instagram account. I mean, those are just a couple. Those are the most popular right now. Snapchat also. But you, with social media, you immediately plug in to an audience. And it's likely if you're, if you've got an idea that's following a passion, it's likely you're already connected to that audience that you can begin talking to. So for example, my wife, she sells Scentsy um, and she does very well at it. But on her, her Facebook is her main platform. I keep telling her she needs to start a blog so she owns it. But, but um, she hasn't started yet. So that's why I'm telling you, you want to start that first and then branch out to the Facebook. Because the, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagram, your social media channels. Because then you own the blog. And then the blog is your center point, your, your main platform. And then it expands outwards through your social media channels. But like I said, if you're already connected to people... If you already have a Facebook account, if you already have a Twitter account, it's likely you're already, you know, you're going to plug right into the audience that's already like you. So I can't, I can't stress enough how much that platform is going to be leveraged by the audience. Okay, so once you have your idea, you've built your platform, you've built your blog, 
and you've identified your audience, well, you always have to start publishing content. Um, that's how you get people to your site. That's how you get them interested in whatever it may be. You know, looking back at mine, my content was the resources to get started working online. And then it became pro wrestling, pro wrestling news. So we would write about professional wrestling news, something that was our passion. We loved it. You know, we were obsessed with it. So we would write about it and other people would come read about it. I would write about how to, how to get started online, how to start your website, and people would read about it and they would come. So what's your idea? What are you going to write about in your platform? If you say, well, I, I don't like to write, well, great. <laughs> you can do videos. You can do podcasts like we're doing right here. I, I can sit here and speak for an hour and get a lot more covered than I can um, sitting here typing. It's going to take me a lot longer to type this out than it is just to start speaking. That's why I like podcasting. So maybe on your platform, it's you do a more majority of your posts or podcasts. Maybe you want to use video. Look at the Name Hero blog. Look how much videos we do. Again, look at my AliExpress uh, tutorial. Over 200,000 views on YouTube. And all I did was sit down and make the post in my blog, because that's my main platform, and then syndicate it to YouTube. And it got all this traffic, and it brought thousands of customers into Name Hero. Thousands of customers. Um, and so that's, that's how you kind of want to look at it. Your blog, your website, that's your platform and then branch out to social and then producing the content and valuable, useful content. As long as you ask yourself before you publish one piece of content, how is this helping my audience? And if you can answer that question, then you're doing it right. And the more consistent and the more helpful you can be, that's what's going to build your business. And it can be built all through this content that you create and develop and make. Um, and it can be a really great experience. But then you're thinking, okay, Ryan, great. I got my idea. I've got my website. I've got my audience. And I've got my, everything's coming along. I'm making my post. How do I make money? Well, that's a great question. Because monetization, notice I didn't cover making money until you have your idea, until you have your platform, until you have your audience, until you have your content. At that point, once you have that and you start to build your audience, that point you can start to monetize your audience. You can start to make money. But too many people want to jump in and say, I want to make money right now. And they find themselves torn because they're doing anything and everything but short of selling their soul to make money. Well, it's not about the money. It never has been for me, and it never has to be about you. You have to do something you love, something that you're passionate about, something that you're counting down the hours to get to and enjoy it, and then the money will follow. And so once you have this audience built and this website going, well, then we can look. We can look at what is your audience. You know, is there affiliate? Affiliate programs are probably the quickest way. If you don't know what an affiliate program is, it's basically where you promote someone else's product and you get a cut of the sale. You get a commission for referring them. So that way you don't have to stock an inventory. You don't have to do any shipping or customer support. You just refer someone. Um, if you go look at the blog bloggers out there right now, a lot of the popular bloggers that blog about making money online, a lot of them make the majority of their incomes from promoting web hosting services to tell others how to start their own blog. So let that sink in a second. A lot of people that blog about making money online, one of their most popular ways to make money is promoting web hosting programs to help others start their own blog to make money online. So that's something you could do too. You know, maybe you're teaching your audience how to do what you're doing. And so your first step is to promote web hosting. Um, and I'm not trying to say that as a self um, plug for Name Hero because you may go work with someone else. 
you know, that's up to you. But affiliate programs are where you should get started. You can go to cj.com or sharesale.com and look, is there products that you can promote to your audience that maybe you use and they have an affiliate program? So you could type a piece of content or do a blog or a podcast on a particular product that is useful to your audience that you can give a legitimate review. Do you know how well products sell based off of blogs and real user experiences? That's how that's it's changing the way we market everything. Would, would people much rather buy a product they see on television and watch the commercial? Or would they much better rather buy a product that they see positively reviewed on social media and on a blog post? It's a no-brainer. I mean, I, I know if I go to Amazon.com and go buy a product, immediately I go read all the reviews. You know, what's what's people think about it? So you can leverage your platform as a selling point. And so whatever niche you're in, whatever idea, it's likely there's products, there's info products, there's physical products, there's all kinds of things that you can promote. And yes, maybe there's ads. Maybe you can just, you know, go good old-fashioned Google AdSense. You know, that's not really as popular nowadays as it used to be in the, you know, mid-2000s where people would create sites and get good search engine rankings and then arbitrage this advertisement revenue. But, you know, maybe you do make some money from, from having ads. The thing is, when you're thinking about monetization, you want as many revenue streams as possible. I would re- I always tell this to people. I would rather make $10 a day from 10 companies to make $100 a day than I would just make $100 a day from one company. I would rather make $100 a day from 10 companies than I would one company pay me $1,000 a day. The more revenue streams you have, the more diversified and the more stable your business is. But you really can't start thinking about making money without the audience, without your platform, without having something that you're passionate about. You know, maybe you can, trying to force it, in my opinion, is just one of the most grueling processes ever. And this is one of the unfortunate things about helping people make money online is hearing these stories. As people will come to me like, Ryan, you know, I've had just a setback. I've lost my job. You know, and money's really tight. I'm spending my savings and I need to make at least 5000 a month. What do I do? Like, well, you know, that's really a tough position to put me in because, you know, I'm talking about pursuing your dreams, pursuing your passions. You know, if the only the sure way to make money is go get a job and work your hourly wage and, you know, work some overtime to make supplemental income and, and go from there. That's your only sure bet. When you're starting your own business, there is no 100% sure bet. But if you're willing to work and you develop this audience and develop something passionately, then that money comes. And then you'll be able to quit that day job or supplement your current income. Maybe you don't want to quit your day job. I've got a friend that um, works online um, as a hobby and he makes quadruple the amount of money that he makes at his day job, but he absolutely loves his day job. He goes into his day job every morning at nine and leaves at five and he loves it. He loves, loves it, loves it, loves it, doesn't do it for the money. But then he goes home and works on his internet business and he's making a lot of money on it, but he doesn't want to quit the day job because he enjoys it. So maybe that's you. Maybe that's your situation. Maybe you hate that day job and you want to just work online. But it doesn't matter. You're never going to get there just thinking money first. Think audience. Think value. Think um, usefulness. Um, and then be consistent in it, though. That's these, Business is not overnight success. And affiliate marketing, unfortunately, has really tainted this. Because you read stories about where people were, they'll, they'll kind of over-exaggerate their stories. They'll say, well, last month I was, you know, two steps from being homeless and I found this affiliate campaign and I started promoting it. Now I'm driving a Lamborghini. Well, 
<laughs> that may happen, but um, yeah, I bet you they probably doing something a little shady, a little aggressive marketing, something the Federal Trade Commission might not like. I would ask them. I would ask them, well, could you show this to the Federal Trade Commission, whatever you're doing? You know, if you were on the brink of poverty last month and now this month you're driving a Lamborghini, how did you make all that money that quick? You know, the Internet's awesome because it's scalable, because you don't, you're not only limited to people in your hometown. You're not only limited to the building you build. The Internet has no borders. It's global. You can have customers all over the world and communications all over the world. And so once you figure out what's working, you can scale it. It's, you, the scale is almost infinite. The Internet's new users are coming on every single day. So that's why when you start working online, you can really make a lot of money because you can scale whatever that business may be. But, you know, it's not really an overnight success. So you have to be consistent in your posting when you're creating content. When you're, you're developing your site, you have to stick with it. You know, it's not something that you work for one week on and then the next week you're rich. You don't work a month on it and then you're rich the next month. It doesn't work that way. It takes time over a couple months of hard work. Then you'll start to see some income coming in, some visitors, some hits. And then you'll start increasing, increasing, increasing as long as you stick with it. But if you start and you dabble in this idea for a little bit that you're passionate about and you love and you start working and then you say, well, and you start, the self-doubt comes in. You're like, oh, well, it's probably not going to work. It's not for me. I listened to Ryan rant about it, but it's not for me. I'm going to go do something else. Well, then you end up not really getting anywhere because you didn't stick with the entire process. So you want to be consistent. Once you jump in and say, I'm going to do this, you know, you want to be all hands on deck. You're going to do it. And so this helps by being organized. By getting a, a, a piece of paper down or a calendar out and saying, you know, I'm going to publish three blog posts a week or three pieces of content. Maybe it's a video, maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's, um, maybe it's text. But you say, I'm going to produce three a week. Or maybe you're just getting started and say, I'm going to do one really good one a month. Maybe I'm going to do two really good ones a month. Whatever it may be, you need to be consistent. With me on my Webmaster Resource site, I would produce a good guide or a good tutorial or some good link resources about once a week. And then I would update that. And, um, and that's kind of how it went with the pro wrestling, those fans, they wanted to read everything. So what I did is I published a lot of smaller articles daily. So we had like 20 or so updates every day, um, but they were smaller in size, but that's what people wanted. That's what my audience wanted. So that's what, that's what I produced. But I was very consistent. With the pro wrestling sites, if I didn't update it one day, then they already read the news from the previous day. So when the, new visitor, when the visitors that are returning come in and there's no news, well, obviously the model doesn't work. So consistency. So it's the, having the idea, having your platform, having your audience, producing the content, but then being consistent. And then all that leads into the monetization. All that leads into making money. So you can't really look at it money first. You have to make a list. One, I'm going to get my idea. Maybe this week you, you take what I'm saying and you think about it all weekend. And you come up with your idea. And then you get your platform. And I'm telling you, your platform needs to be something you own. And not because that's what we specialize in Name Hero at web hosting or, or you know, great hosting for your blog. But because you want a piece of virtual real estate that you own, not just your Facebook account, not just your YouTube account. You want to use your website as a centerpiece, as a centerpiece for all of it. And then use the social media accounts to feed into that, to get people to come from those social media accounts to come to your site. That way you own something. It's, that's your building. That's your office. That's your um, storefront. That's your little piece of the virtual real estate that you get to have. 
But once you have that, once you have that built, and then you identify your audience, and you have your content, and you're consistent, and you have a schedule, then you can move forward. Then you can move forward with making this work, with quitting your day job. And it may start out with, you know, you're publishing content. Let's say you can produce three blogs a day or three pieces of content. I mean, not a day, a week. And you do this after hours, after work, after the kids are down or, you know, after you're finished with school for the day, whatever age you may be. And over time, you start to notice your audience is growing. You're getting more and more hits. And you want to track this, obviously, Google Analytics. There's all kinds of trackers out there. If you search WordPress hit tracker, you're going to get a lot. So you track this growth. And as you get more visitors, and then you can start doing the monetization. I read a book this summer um, based on content marketing, and it was um, just a really, really good book um, talking about how to make money um, producing content. And this individual had created his own conference. So one of his main revenue drivers was his audience. He actually put on a trade show um, a couple times a year. Um, in different venues and charge people to come to the trade show. So, I mean, has that ever even crossed your mind about maybe an idea you're passionate about? Maybe it's, um, you know, something as simple as scrapbooking. And I know my wife likes to do that as well. You know, maybe you're going to create a uh, meetup. And maybe it doesn't start as a full-fledged business convention, but maybe you have a scrapbooking meetup where you sell tickets every year or a couple times a year. And maybe you, know, you get together and, and you leverage your audience from your blog and they come together to buy these tickets and, the, and to meet up. And then that's a revenue driving activity that you start to make money off of. You know, maybe it goes into referring other products or services. Maybe your niche is, is hunting, um, is fishing, is ATVing is a number of different things and you can promote other products. You could promote some um, resources or fishing poles to go fishing. Um, there's all kinds of programs to go on these um, big hunting trips around the, around the United States and around the world where people will pay to go on these hunts with experienced guides to see parts and to see things and to experience this. So there's all those affiliate programs that are all out there and you just have to go in there and start looking. But once again, I don't recommend going monetization first. Now, if you look um, where I talk about uh, my things like AliExpress and, and, and promoting as an affiliate, um, those type things are a little bit different than creating your own platform, than creating your own, um, your own very nice little niche. You know, if you're doing something like AliExpress, that's fine. You can do that. But just remember, that's, you're, you're an affiliate for AliExpress. If AliExpress decides one day that they don't want to work with you anymore, they can literally throw you off and they can pay you or they can't pay you. I mean, that's just the risk you take. But nonetheless, you can, while you can make good money, you don't want to just rely solely on that. You know, you want to be diversified. And that's, I learned that the hard way during the dot-com crash in 2001 when I was told, we're not going to pay you last month's earnings. Well, that was the only company I worked with. So all my earnings were gone for that month. So I solely had savings. That was it. You know, the, the previous month was pretty much a waste. And I, my hosting bills weren't going to quit. So that's why online, I always look to multiple, multiple streams. That's why I have more than one business online. Is it overwhelming? Yes. Do I spend a lot of time every day working on the computer? Yes. But is it worth it? Well, yes, I sleep much better knowing I've got multiple streams of income coming in. I diversify. And that's, that's the way you should look at it, too. You should. Finally, I want to talk about organization. Is you can't begin to quit your day job or to start your own business without being organized. And this is something my wife and I have been 
um, talking about this over the last over the last week or two because she runs her own businesses too. She again, she sells Scentsy, sells a number of different products, and so we were talking the other day about organization and what we call entrepreneur ADHD. Being an entrepreneur by heart, you know, you always have these great ideas. And a lot of times I watch TV and say, man, I could really solve a problem to this. I've got the solution to this problem I see, and I could solve it. As entrepreneurs, we always want to believe we can solve the world's problems. But what happens is you'll start to have so many ideas that you don't even get all of them done. Or you don't get one of them done. You get a little bit done, but nothing full. You need to pick one idea to start and say, I'm going to give it my all. That way you don't have five things going and five things halfway done. Pick one and say, I'm all in. That's my passion. That's what I'm going to get started with. That's who I'm going to go with. And then once I start to see success, then we can visit the second one. But this happens by getting organized. Everyone, regardless of who you are, where you live, you have 24 hours in a day. There's no more and there's no less. There's 24 hours. Now, obviously, you've got to sleep. I used to be the one that said, no, I don't have to sleep. I'll work all day. Um, That didn't really work out as I got older. You've got to sleep every night. You have to get rest, at least six hours. I mean, really, you have to have at least six hours of sleep. Some some may say, I can work less or I can sleep less. Well, good for you. But um, six hours, really, um, for me, six to eight hours or I'm no good. So with that said, that reduces the time you have. Um, so that's going to take us down to 18 hours if you sleep six hours. So you have eight, 18 hours. Well, of course, you've got to eat. So let's just take two hours of that, 16 hours. Well, you have to do family stuff. You have to spend time with your kids and your wife, if you have a wife or if you have kids or, or whatever you're doing. Maybe it's a day job. You know, maybe you have to, you, you have 18 hours um, after sleep. Maybe eight hours of it is work at a job. Now we're down to 10 hours. So you have to look at your time. How much time do I have? Okay, now whether it's 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, five hours a day, or four hours a day, whatever that may be, whatever that looks for you, you have to sit down and say, here's the time I have available. Now, I'm no different than the average Joe across the street. He only has 24 hours as well. But I'm going to sit down and get organized. I'm going to make a list of stuff I'm going to get done in those hours. In the world of ADHD, it's easy to have our email open and catch an email. Oh, wait, someone's emailing in. Let me distract my time. Oh, I've got Skype on. I've got AOL on. I've got Facebook on. I've, you know, and it's easy to get distracted. So in those hours that you're working, that you're getting organized, shut off everything and say, I'm not going to get on Facebook, get on my phone until this objective is done. I like to make physical lists every day. I've got tons of post-it notes and I make a list really the night before of stuff that I absolutely have to get done for the next day. And I don't do anything else until that list is done. And maybe it's, maybe I have two things, I mark them off and I'll go get lunch and then come back and then get the other two things done. But I don't, there's no Facebooking, there's no chatting. Um, Those that have me on Skype and try to chat with me know how I just go random MIA sometimes. That's because I'm working on my list. I turn it off. I'm just not looking at it because those little distractions, two minutes, five minutes, three minutes, over the course of a couple hours, they really add up. And then it becomes where you get nothing done but socializing, but being on Facebook, being distracted. So if this is something you want to pursue, if you want to start working online, if you want to start your own website, you have to get organized in order to move forward. Because if not, then you get maybe one day you get your website registered, you get your blog created, and you start blogging. 
but you never get a good piece of content out because while you're writing it, you've got too many distractions. When you're sitting down to write or produce that content, put everything else away and produce it. When it's finished, when it's published, then go have a you know an hour on Skype or an hour on Facebook or 30 minutes on Facebook or 30 minutes on Skype. Use your time wisely. We only we all only have 24 hours. Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, billionaires, Warren Buffett, they all everyone only has 24 hours in a day. No more, no less. How do you use your time is one of the most important things into being able to quit your day job and to start working online or to start your own business. How you utilize your time. So to close here, I just want to go back through what we talked about. Kind of gave a brief tutorial of kind of where I went, where I've been, where I come from. Starting online in 1998, 13 years old, having to learn HTML and servers and how to make images to make a website. Well, now in 2016, going into 2017, you don't have to do that. You can have WordPress. You can have graphics made. You can produce videos using your cell phone. There's, you don't have to know servers. That's why you have Name Hero. <laughs> you don't have to know all this stuff. You're, you're, you're able to cut a lot of corners. You know, you're able to do a lot of different things um, because you don't have to learn HTML to run your own business. So once, once you know that and you understand that, you have to have an idea. And your idea is something you're passionate about. Mine was Webmaster Resources and went into pro wrestling and web hosting. It was an idea of something that I loved and was passionate about. Once you have that and you have one, your favorite, the best, something that you can't wait to, for the day to get over with to do, then you need your platform. Your platform is your website. Maybe it's a blog. Maybe it's a website with a blog. Maybe it's um, just a blog. Nonetheless, you need to register your name that has to do with your idea, come up with the name, register it, get your blog started. And then you can utilize social to feed into that, your Facebooks, your Twitter, um, all your social channels, Instagram, Snapchat, what have you. And then you start to build that audience through your content. You write, produce content. If you don't like to write, do a video. If you don't like to do a video, do a podcast. Um, figure out what your main content's going to be. At Name Hero, our main content's videos and texts, and now we're going to start this podcast up to where we talk about stuff like this. Finally, you want to be consistent. Um, producing one blog post a year, and sometimes I'm guilty about this too. If you notice on Name Hero, sometimes I don't blog as frequently as I want to because other things get in the way. So make a, but you have to sit down and make a schedule. Make a schedule that you're going to produce X amount over some period of time. You know, maybe it is you're going to say, I'm going to do 50 blog posts or 50 pieces of content a year, my first year. And then you break that down. Okay, well, for the first six months, I'll do 25 pieces. But those content pieces are going to be really, really good. And so if you don't have time to blog every day or three times a day or three times a week, rather, um, then make the ones that you do do very good and be consistent. As you're consistent with your content and you build your audience on your platform, then you can look at the monetization. Going in to make money first and trying to force it, so to speak, you're going to find yourself working two jobs, not just the job you're already working nine to five, but another job. And you're going to find life that you're going to miss out on a lot of happiness. So I don't want to see that happen to you. I want to see you pursue something that you love. And then you can move forward. And maybe your goal is to quit that day job and to set your own hours. Maybe your, maybe your goal is not. Maybe you want to keep that job and you're just looking to supplement your income. Either one, they're both possible. It's all possible with consistency. So that's going to conclude today's first podcast here on Name Hero. 
And if you enjoyed it, feel free to write in and let me know, ryan at namehero.com, or you can connect with me on Facebook or Twitter or um, Instagram, wherever you'd like. But let me know, LinkedIn especially, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. Um, But let me know what you think, and I'm going to try to do these once every Friday where we just kind of talk and have this discussion about different things on on the industry of working online, making money online, and becoming your own boss, um, scaling your business, and just some ideas and some musings over my almost, it's almost been 20 years since I've been doing this, and I've never had a real nine-to-five job. Some people may say I'm out of touch with the world because of that, but um, I never have. I've always developed and ran my own businesses. I've employed plenty of different people. Um, but I've never, you know, been the one that drove into a job and worked it all day. And just, no, it's never been me. So I hope I can relay a lot of my experience to you and let you know that, you know, how rewarding this can be, but also how challenging it can be. But when you, there nothing substitutes following your passion and actually loving and enjoying what you do every single day. So thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Let me know your feedback. If you really enjoyed it, share this with a friend. The biggest compliment we can get is a referral or sharing a piece of content. So if you like it, give us a likes up on Facebook or on YouTube and, and share it with your friends. Thanks so much, everyone. Talk to you soon.